So when you think of Willie Davis, what do you think of? Good question. Nobody's asked me quite like that. Um, Stark terror. I was reporting to the Green Bay Packers in 1965, and my first impulse, which was correct, was to be afraid, not so much from for any physical violence. If you feared physical um, contact, you'd be gone the first day in the Lombardi training camp. But what I feared was uh, not being accepted by the men on the team. I was a white guy from College Park, Georgia. I was the last draft choice. Uh, we had 20 rounds in those days, and Lombardi had taken me 20th and last. And um, I was a junior at the time, and you could be drafted. It was what was called a future. I had another year of college. But nonetheless, um, I walked in that locker room feeling very insecure. I had never been in a huddle with an African-American person. And I thought <clears throat> with all those great big African-American guys that they would probably um, – try to intimidate me or hurt me somehow and um, keep me from making the team. And I could not been could not have been more wrong. Uh, led by Willie Davis, who was our defensive captain, those guys um, embraced me and not only treated me like an equal, but spent time with me, cared about me. Willie in particular took me aside and encouraged me when things looked dark. And uh, essentially not only gave me a chance to play in the National Football League for 10 years, but changed my life, changed my attitudes, changed my capacity for um, judgment and prejudice and such. And Lombardi's greatest attribute, uh, for which he does not get enough credit, is that he would not tolerate racism, would not tolerate prejudice. So we had something on our team, which was mutual respect, that other teams didn't have. Other teams had quotas and only had one or two African-American players and bragged about it. We had 10. Uh, he would have had 40 on a 40-man roster because he didn't care what color your skin was. He cared a lot if you could play football. <laughs> and we beat everybody we played. And I, I remember wondering if they were going to figure it out. Uh, I guess they have. But Willie Davis was a dominant, wonderful presence in my life and on the life of the team. So you said he, he changed your life, so you were never the same after meeting Willie. That's right. I was walking out of the dorm one night, and I was really depressed. It was alien and strange, and I was supposed to block Ray Nitschke every day, and that was hilarious. Um, nobody blocked Ray Nitschke, least of all a little bitty center uh, in his rookie year. And... Um, this voice came out of the darkness from behind me, Bill. Sounded like God to me. Uh, so I said, yeah. It was Willie Davis, and I thought, oh, no, he's going to tell me to get lost. That's not what he did at all. He said, I'd like to speak with you. Um, I've been watching you at practice, and I like your effort, and you've got a chance to make our team, and um, I'm going to help you. And I just – I was – completely taken aback. I said, you're going to help me? He said, yep. When Nitschke's tearing your head off, which he did, and Lombardi's screaming profanity in your face, which he did, you come find me and I'll get you through it. I'll get you through it. And we called him Dr. Fieldgood. So sure enough, Lombardi would go into one of his tirades and I'd 
feel like I was going to wither on the into the earth. And I'd run fine, number 87, on the defensive field and say, how you feel, old man? He said, feel good, man, feel good. We call him Dr. Feel Good for that reason. And um, not only did he gave, give me the impetus and the uh, inspiration to play in the National Football League for a long time, but he changed all of my attitudes about racism and Jim Crow laws in the South and all of those sorts of things, and I'm eternally grateful. It sounds like he was a high-character guy through and through, even after he was playing. Oh, yeah. He was very successful in business. Um, I had the privilege of attending his 80th birthday party. Uh, his beautiful wife, Carolyn, who's the same name as my wife, um, had, a, had a, I think there were like 300 people at Bellagio in Las Vegas for Willie's 80th. And I, to be invited to that and to get to see his circle of friends just expanded into every kind of occupation, every kind of business, every kind of um, organization. He was just universally admired. And one after another of us could stand up and tell stories, and much many of them were like mine. He had encouraged. I, I learned that I wasn't the only kid he encouraged. He encouraged everybody. Where do you think that came from? Well, I bugged him about it. I really did. Uh, one time I flew to Los Angeles about 20 years after the fact. I was coaching at Georgia Tech, and he lived in L.A., so I took him to lunch, and I said, Willie, I, I really was hoping to get him to brag on me and, and say nice things about the rookie Bill Curry. So I took him to lunch, and I, and I started pumping him and saying, Willie, what was it? why would you spend time with him? skinny white kid, uh, undersized offensive center, and encourage a, a kid like me like that. You know what he said? I don't know. <laughs> it sort of hurt my feelings because it, it, he, didn't, he didn't like questions like that. He didn't like being uh, probed about that stuff. But I stayed after him, and, and it turns out, the reason he couldn't answer the question, number one, is because he did it for everybody. Everybody that he thought had a chance to make the team or to help the team, he felt like it was his job to go help them. But we were uh, sitting in a leadership institute in Vail, Colorado, or Aspen, or one of those places, many years later. And we were talking into the wee hours of night, and I kept bugging him about it. And finally he said, okay, I've, I've hesitated to tell you this because I thought it would sound like bragging, but I, but I spent that time with you because of my Christian faith. And so there it is. But don't run around saying that too many times. I agreed. I agreed to his terms. <laughs> A lot of people probably praying to God when they saw him on the football field. Oh, the guys that had to block him needed to pray because <laughs> nobody could block him. That's why he's in the Hall of Fame. He was just unique unique in all the world we're going to miss him the world's not the same when we lose a great human being who cared for people no matter what they look like or where they came from or what they were going to contribute just because it was the thing the right thing to do bill thank you for your time i appreciate it very much you know there's one thing uh, that um you can use in your intro if you want to, but when I was asked to start a football program at Georgia State University in 2010, um, 
the first person to speak to our squad in, in right in the middle of Atlanta, Georgia, and when we got our new uh, football facility was Willie Davis. So uh, after all those years, I wanted those guys to hear him first, and they still talk about it. So he, he had a lasting impact all across these United States. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Have a good day. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for calling me. Be well. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.